Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First. The harsh, gut-wrenching spectre of war hovers over a World War I drama called France. That's spelled F-R-A-N-T-Z. 114 minutes. My name's Alex First. We are taking a look at that film. Anna is a young, attractive and respectful German woman from a small town who recently lost the man she loved, France, on the battlefield. She was engaged to be married to him, and now she's given up her studies, lives with France's heartbroken parents, visiting his grave daily. On one such visit, she's taken by the fact that somebody has laid fresh flowers on his grave. That someone turns out to be an elusive 24-year-old Frenchman, Adrian, who's also fought for his country, who claims he was a good friend of France's. Clamouring to know more about their relationship and France's last days, Anna and France's parents embrace this softly spoken, strangely secretive musician on whom the war has clearly taken its toll. Only a great deal is left unsaid. Director Francois Ozon, responsible for the good movie Swimming Pool, says in a period obsessed with truth and transparency, he wanted to make a film about lies. A friend told him about a play written by Maurice Rostand straight after World War I, which had been adapted for the screen in 1931 by Ernst Lubitsch. It was named Broken Lullaby, although Ozon took a different perspective on the material to that picture and adds a whole new component. The strength of this movie is in the loss suffered by all and how they deal with that loss. And as the director puts it, Adrian is this tormented young man. He's lost, lost in his desires, lost in his guilt, lost in his family. We know very little about him in the beginning. He's quite mysterious. As the film progresses, Anna is increasingly disappointed in him. The trauma of war has left him powerless. He lacks courage and is languishing in a neurosis he can't escape. The tone of the film is prolonged melancholia. The arrival of Adrian marks Anna's reawakening. At various stages, both characters are at a point of drowning, being subjugated by events surrounding them. There are places you visit and places you behold, full of natural wonders that beckon with the promise of a feeling you haven't felt in a long time, a feeling you're in the right place, immersed in a moment you never want to end. It's here in West Virginia, from lush rolling hills to quiet streams and unexpected adventures, a place full of mystery and endless fascination, a place that's almost heaven. Find your version of heaven at wvtourism.com. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. The dichotomy in the picture is that while it's all about the niceties, doing the right thing, the trigger, no pun intended, is the effect of war. Guilt and blame are vital pieces of the puzzle. His inability and unwillingness to give in to his true feelings 
are holding him back, denying her a chance of happiness. Now, harsh as the following may appear to some, ultimately, he's weak and insipid. The antipathy of the French and the Germans is certainly understandable in the context of what's just happened. But at another level, those not in the know are quick to jump to judgment. Most of this movie is actually shot in black and white. Unusually, flashbacks and moments of joy revert to colour. Ozon, working in black and white for the first time, decided to revert to colour to suggest life bleeding back into this grey period of mourning. I thought it was just plain confusing, quite frankly. Notwithstanding these remarks, the performances of the two leads, Paula Beer as Anna and Pierre Nini as Adrian, are special. And I found the story intriguing. The character of Anna transposes during the course of events. It's ultimately her coming-of-age story, one with a decided twist. But as such, France intrigued me. As I say, it is very much a movie that you've got to work with. I reckon it's worth a seven and a half out of ten. My name's Alex First. Catch you next time on Movies First. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.